Do you love your life as a small business owner? Let's be real, sometimes we just don't. It's my hope that this, the My Daily Business podcast, helps you regain a little of that lost love through practical, actionable tips, tools, and tactics, interviews with creative and curious small business owners, and in-depth coaching episodes with me, your host, Fiona Kalaki. With more than 20 years experience in marketing, brand, content, and systems, and having now helped thousands of small business owners, I know what it takes to build a business that you can be proud of and that actually aligns with your values, your beliefs, and your hopes for the future. So much of our daily life is spent working on and in the businesses and the brands that we are creating. And so it makes sense to actually love what you do. So let's get into this podcast and help you figure out how to love your business and your life on the daily. Hello and welcome to episode 343 of the My Daily Business podcast. Today is a quick tip episode and this this is an important one, especially if you are feeling some sort of pressure to change your business, to get bigger, to grow. If that's been something that you're going through now or something that you have gone through in the past and sort of grappled with, then this is definitely for you. Before we get stuck in, I want to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians on the land that I record this podcast, and that is the Wawarong and Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and acknowledge that sovereignty has never been ceded. I also know that some people have contacted us about marketing for your small business. The course and coaching program has already kicked off for this year. We won't offer it again until partway through next year. If you want to buy the course though, you can buy the course at any time, marketingforyoursmallbusiness.com and work through it at your own pace and then upgrade for a very small fee to the course and coaching program when we offer it again. So if you're like, ah, I missed out and I really want to, you know, get my marketing sorted for 2024, you can still do it. You just go to marketingforyoursmallbusiness.com, go through the course. And then if you want a refresher or you want to, you know, get some feedback from me through live coaching for nine consecutive weeks, you can upgrade at a later time. All right, let's get into today's quick tip episode. So today I wanted to mention a book called Company of One by Paul Jarvis. Now, this came out in 2019, and I think since it's come out, I have read it twice, and I have just started listening to it again on Audible. Now, there are not that many books that I go in and out of like a few times, and in this one actually finish the book more than once. And so, and particularly like nonfiction business books, I do sometimes, you know, go back and flick through and like look at the parts I've highlighted or look at parts I've put post-it notes, but I don't necessarily go back every year basically and and listen to it. And in this case, I just think this is such a great book. We've put it into business book club for the group coaching program. I have mentioned it to so many people. I've referenced it and suggested it to so many of my one-on-one clients as well, because I think in business, there is such a emphasis on always growing and always making more money, growing your audience, doing this, doing that. And definitely I think that is important, but it's really about questioning do I need to be doing that? Do I want to be doing that? Now, I have many, many, many times referenced money mapping. We have a money mapping course and I work with people all day long on looking at their finances and looking at how much do you actually need to earn and what is your thrive number, your thrive number, not somebody else's, but your thrive number. What is the number that's going to make you feel like you're really successful, that you're very comfortable in life, that you're able to have freedom and choice over what you do with your money and you're able to invest some of that money. And so the idea for me in business and particularly in my own personal business is that I don't necessarily want to get 
huge. I don't want to have like five people working for me and manage all of those people and having the overheads of all of those people. I don't want to work in a big office in the city. I don't want to take out a lease on things. And that's not because, oh, I'm risk averse or anything else. It's because I've chosen to create a business that works for my lifestyle, not the other way around. And I think when it comes to business, so often we see these messages of 10x your business and, or I'm only working with people that earn seven figures, or I'm doing this, or I'm doing that. And, and it can be really tempting to kind of go into that lane. And then suddenly you're like, what? what am I doing this for? And so the idea of company of one is not necessarily that you just have a company of one, but it's that you really question why are you in business and what do you want from your business? And that you can create an incredible business and a brand that stands out that is, you know, in alignment with your values, but it also doesn't have to like impact the rest of your life to such a degree that you're completely overwhelmed or you're so stressed about, oh my gosh, what if we don't make enough money and then I've got to lay off 10 staff? So for me, when I started this business and predominantly in the first, I would say two to three years, but also inevitably every so often I meet somebody who tells me that, oh, you know, you're doing so well in business. You should totally hire like 10 business coaches. You should train people. You should have a license for what you do. The amount of people that have suggested that or, hey, you should set up like a sister office in the UK or the US or in Sydney and like, you know, really expand and go huge. I don't want to do that. I just don't. I've managed lots of people in my career. I've managed teams of up to 20. And I like being a manager. I've always got a good review from people being a manager. But at this point in my life, at this season in my life where I've got young children and I've, you know, want to focus on some other stuff, not just work all the time. But also I have, you know, one person that works for me every day. And then I have somebody else who works in a part-time capacity for us. And then we hire people as and when we need them. I don't want to create a business that I have 16 people working for me. I know some people do. I don't personally want to do that. So when it comes to the company of one, it's really thinking about what do I want as the leader of this business? And am I creating a business that speaks to those things? So for example, in the book, very early on in the book, Paul talks about how he met this friend of his and they were out for a surf. And the guy was saying, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm going, you know, I've made enough money now for the year. I can take the rest of the year off and go trekking or go do something else that he wanted to do. And it was only August. So from August to December, he basically didn't have to work because he'd, he'd figured out what his number was to keep him very comfortable, to have enough money to invest, to you know pay all his bills, to do all the things. And then he was able to take the rest of the year off. Now, I work in a similar fashion in terms of, I mean, I don't take from August to December off, but I work a few days a week, three days a week. I also tend to take all of January off and part of December off so that I can be there for the school holidays, but also that I can enjoy the summer, enjoy the nicer weather. And I might do one or two days of work in January, but most of the time it's off. That's if I hit my numbers. And, you know, luckily I've been able to hit those numbers for a few years. You know, it's been great. But the point of this, really this episode is to ask yourself, what are you working And do you know your number? So your number is really the number, I call it your thrive number. If you've gone through our money mapping course, you will have encountered this. If you've worked with me, you'll encounter it because it's one of the first things that we talk about and and to really assess what is your number. So your number is really the number that is allowing you to feel comfortable, that you've got enough of a buffer, that you're taking in profit, that you are paying yourself a good wage, that you are also paying yourself super, and likewise, the people that work for you. And that you've got enough of an understanding of your revenue streams and where they come in and how to make that money 
that it's not feast and famine every single time. But also the other question from the book is really thinking about what do you want out of life? Because, and I know that's a big question, but to really think about how is this business helping you create the life that you want versus the other way around. And I think so often we can hear about people who get into business and I'm going to have freedom and everything else. And actually even Nora Bilal mentioned this when I talked to her, the founder of Death Practice Journal. And that's such a good episode. If you haven't listened to it, go back and just Google Nora Bilal, B-E-L-A-L, or Death Practice Journal, and you'll find the podcast. We'll link to it in the show notes as well. But she talked about the idea that sometimes people get in business for the you know lure of like freedom and all of this romanticized way of looking at life. And then they end up doing more work and being more tied to their business than they were if they just had a nine to five. And I think it's a really important thing to sit back and think about why am I in business? What's the number I need to be making financially? If that's one of your goals, then how am I doing that? And then what am I doing with the rest of my time? You know, how do I create a business and a life that you love? I know I use that in the intro for this podcast, but it's something that I really, really have cultivated in my own life so that I have time to go and see friends. I have time to, you know, just sit outside and look at the view for a while and not be like, oh my God, I've got to get back to the computer. I have time to do things that are important to me. I have time to pick up the kids from school. I have time to, you know, hang out with them after school and I'm not on my phone all the time. It's really thinking about what is the life I'm trying to create here? And maybe that life, you know, means that your business needs to bring in, I'm just pulling numbers out of the hat here. Maybe that means that your business needs to bring in $150,000. And that's, that's it. That's what you need to bring in. Not that's it, like that's nothing, but as in, that's it. You don't need to like, oh, I need to bring in a million. Why? Why? I mean, I get that, you know, if you want to bring in a million, that's great. As long as you have a reason for bringing that in and it's not just a, oh my God, everyone's told me that I should be doing this or everyone around me says this or everyone in my industry says that they make seven figures. It's really thinking about like, what do I want out of life and what's making me super comfortable? And yes, you know, maybe an extra million is going to make you really comfortable, but it's thinking about like, am I chasing my own goals or somebody else's goals? And it's not necessarily about money. You could be making, you know, $10 million and also be really happy and have a really comfortable life. Obviously, maybe with 10 million, you have a very comfortable life, but you could also make a hundred thousand and have a really comfortable life. And I have definitely worked with clients who are making millions and bringing home less as a wage for themselves and stressed to the nines versus people who are making a lot less, but bringing home a lot more money and keeping money in profit and being able to you know, invest and also have a great life that they enjoy. Now, I know sometimes when I bring up money, people are very funny about things, but I guess the point of this particular episode is one, go out and read Company of One. If you are somebody who's like, no, I want to stay intentionally small. I don't need to get big, 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 big. And you just want a reminder of that. But also to really question, like, what does growth look like for me? What does it mean for me? Maybe it's got nothing to do with finances. Maybe growth is all about, you know, how do I get more time back? How do I grow the time that I have for my leisure activities or for my health or for my family or for something else? But also thinking about, like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? What do I want out of life? And how does the business help me? So the book is called Company of One by Paul Jarvis. Such a good book. Like I said, I've read it a few times. I always have it on my shelf behind my desk and I pull it out regularly. And yeah, I just think it's such a good book, especially if you are somebody who who doesn't want a huge studio with 20 people that work for you or, and there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want. But if you don't want that and you're feeling pressured to always get bigger, 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 consider 
reading Company of One. I swear you will enjoy it and you'll probably take a lot out of it. I know that I have. So we'll link to that in the show notes and the show notes for this episode you'll find at mydailybusiness.com forward slash podcast forward slash 343. And I guess I just want to reiterate, there is nothing wrong with wanting to earn millions. Totally fine. I have lots of clients who are are, and want to earn even more millions than they already are. But it's just coming back to like, why am I doing this? And how do I want this to look? Because we all have agency in a way over our lives. And particularly if you are already in small business and you had that choice and that privilege to be able to create a small business, then chances are you have quite a bit of agency over your life. And so it's like looking at that and and really embracing that and thinking about how do I want my life to live and where does my business fit into that? So that is it for today's episode. If you found it useful, I would love it so, so much. If you could share this with a friend, maybe they really need to hear this message right now or go and read Company of One right now. So that is it for today. I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the My Daily Business Podcast. For a range of tools to help you grow and start your business, including coaching programs, courses, and templates, check out our shop at mydailybusiness.com forward slash shop. And if you want to get in touch, you can do that via email, hello at mydailybusiness.com, or you can hit us up on Instagram at mydailybusiness underscore. You can find us on TikTok at mydailybusiness or find me, Fiona Kalaki, on LinkedIn. I look forward to connecting.